Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on uh, Absolute Radio. George Egg is my guest this morning. Good One morning. of the best names in show business, I'll be honest with you. It is, isn't it? It's a brilliant name. And is it is it real? No. No. That's a shame because that's. Hey, I'll tell you a funny thing though. It's, uh, my, my real name is uh, George Ward. All Spoiler right. alert! Oh no! Um, and I was doing I was doing a show in Scotland uh, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and uh, got a reporter from STV came and did a little yeah. little interview uh, for for the telly. And uh, anyway, and he sent me an email and, and said, "Oh, you know, great name by the way, because George." And then he signed off George Ward. So I replied oh, and said, oh, "That's, that's my real name." Wow. Anyway, and then he turned up. We were doing the interview, and uh, and he just said, "Oh, you haven't got any other Georges in your family?" So I said, "Well, my brother's called Henry." And he went, "No way." His brother's called Henry what? as well. Same age difference as well. And they both absolutely? like eggs. I know. That is weird. <laughs> that is weird. Uh, so where did that come from then? Why did you pick that one? Is it because is it of the food? No, it's not at all. Related uh, shows you no. do? No, no. I've kind of grown I've grown into the name. So I chose, <laughs> I just chose George Egg when I when I started out. Just needed When I had something. long hair and a flat stomach. So I didn't even, you know, and, and I've become you even look like an rounder egg. and bald <laughs> and uh, and started doing the food the food shows only, you know, five years ago. But yeah, I've yeah. been George Egg for like 20 So tell people about years. your, uh, the shows that you do, that what, what the, show, the show, okay. show that you do at the moment so uh the show i'm touring at the moment is called diy chef yeah and it's essentially a comedy uh, a comedy sort of lecture on how to cook uh without kitchen appliances so it's set in a shed and i cook uh, a breakfast lunch and dinner on stage using yeah. power tools and then the audience <laughs> eat the food at the end so that's basically it in a nutshell right. um right so there's lots of jokes in there and lots of kind of Life hacks, I suppose, you know, how yeah. to cook with wallpaper strippers and blow torches and <laughs> heat guns and things. So on tour, and, even if you're stuck in a hotel room, you're like, you're looking at the Corby Press, you're thinking, yeah, I can stick a well, waffle that's the in first, that. So the first show, that so this my first uh, cooking show that was called Anarchist Cook, and that, mm. that was exactly what you just described, yeah. born of real life experience. Uh, and it was how to cook in a hotel room. So on that in that oh, show, okay, I had right. the stage set up like the inside of a hotel room. Brilliant. I had an ironing board and a trouser press. And a mini bar. So, what do you use in a hotel like. room then? What do you to, to cook? To cook with yeah. iron, kettle, trouser press, hair dryer. The trouser. So I, I was just joking about that. So, what, what's yeah. actually? How do you use the trouser press? Trouser press is rubbish. Oh, is it? it well, it's rubbish for even pressing trousers. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you've ever say, tried. No, I've haven't. To be I, I have. I've, I've tried tried putting a pair of trousers in once. I had a corporate <laughs> gig, and I thought they've got to be smart, and I put them in, and they were in there for about. I think you you do the setting. It's thirty oh, minutes or forty five right. minutes, uh, and then you take them out and. They're warm, but still pretty creased. <laughs> yeah. So they're useless for that. But in the in the hotel cooking show, I had a um, I had a trouser press on stage, and it was actually it was a magic trick. So I right. I, I say how you can't you can't do much with it, and then yeah. I get a loaf of bread out of it, even though it's you know. Oh, I see. Okay, that's pretty wide enough for a pit of bread. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big sourdough. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I like thinking outside the box. That's good work. If you're up and about, let us know what has dragged you out of bed this morning. matters lots of people up and about this morning nikki uh, says uh, jason please give me a shout out i'm suffering from serious beer fear this beer morning fear. beer fear she says um you know it's when you wake up and hate yourself uh, but you don't really know what you've done i think fair enough then you just wake up thinking oh, i must oh, i've done something <laughs> i like beer fear beer fear <laughs> uh, you, and she says i just need someone to hold me and tell me that i'm a good person oh yeah well i mean i, I don't know 
I can't hold you because I'm on the radio and I don't really know you well enough to say. <laughs> yeah, really... we don't know what you've done. No, no, I don't know what you've done. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I'm totally yeah. fine. And then, yeah, then suddenly it's all over the paper. Yeah, I'm called up in court as a character reference. <laughs> I don't think I can go that far. No, no, I think you're going to have to just lie there and hang over in your demons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just as it gradually throughout the day, oh God, oh no, I never did that as well. Was I stood on a table at one point? <laughs> That'll be all day now to you. Uh, Ian in Bolton, about to start a 10-mile training run for the Manchester Half Marathon in four weeks with Ev and Eddie. Are you, oh, I'm not into the running. No, I'm, I'm... I'm. I really want to be. I've got to say, recently I've started thinking, maybe I'll start doing that. Well, I see little little images of you in the gym. And oh, yeah, like no, that. I've I mean, done, you do, yeah, yeah, I'm you doing do, the gym. You, you do exercise, don't I'm you? Try, I do, I do. I'm trying to stay... Not for any... Like, I don't want... I don't want a six pack or anything. I just, I just want to live longer. I think yeah. that's what I've worked out. I think that's the way. But then I do feel like I'm killing myself in the gym. So it's a double edged sword. I'm, I'm rubber. I, I occasionally go to the gym with my friend Dan Evans. You know, Dan oh yeah, 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 friend of the show. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, he, he, he'll get me in on his uh, David Lloyd pass. Oh yeah, and so. uh, and he's really, he's really, he's like a personal trainer. He's, he's like, come on, you know, you got to, oh, yeah. you know, you're gonna, you're gonna regret it. You're, you're in your forties, you know. Let's <laughs> yes. and and uh, but I'm, I'm useless. I like to sit in the jacuzzi. See, my brother is. Um, does uh, like weightlifting and powerlifting. Yeah. Like, so he keeps saying to me, "Come with me, come come along, and I'll I'll do some training with you." I'm yet in four years of asking, I'm yet to go with him because even the other week I was in the gym. He said, "Oh, we're going to do some weights today." He said, "We're just going to practice with the bar first. So that, so so rather than with any weights on it, because the bar's 20, oh just the bar. Yeah, the bar's twenty kilograms by itself. <laughs> so let's just practice with the bar. That'll warm you up, and then we'll put some weights on it." I, I was struggling even to do that. To well, I po- think also I would feel uh, embarrassed in a gym with a load yes. of fit people around, looking over <laughs> going, he hasn't got any weights on his There's bar. no weights on it. And yet he's still yeah, he's sweating, <laughs> swearing. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Oh. oh, it's awful, awful. And then you've got, and then after you've done those things, weights or stuff, then you've got to get live your normal life. Yeah. But your arms don't work. Yeah, you can't get up steps anymore. I tell you what, I always feel as well. I feel like I feel like it's wasted <laughs> energy. I feel like gyms should. Well, I mean, like yeah. I don't know. I, I I just did a load of uh, stuff in my front garden mm. last week. I built a little sort of path and patio, yeah. and I had to excavate loads of earth and was carrying rubble sacks yeah, full of earth and then bags of sand and everything. And that feels like that felt like a workout. I mean, it really yeah, did. The next morning, I, I woke up feeling like I've been beaten Sore, up. Yeah. And um and and you and had something at the end of it. Something done. Yeah. Of course. I think gyms. Here's an idea. I think gyms should. have have all their equipment mm. attached to generators and yeah, the more energy you generate for the gym yeah the smaller your Fierce. membership you get yeah. a reduction hey, so that would encourage people to go and and it would be a green thing because they yeah a good idea I isn't think it you're onto something there i mean it could still be costing me about 800 quid a month <laughs> it'd charge me more <laughs> Yeah, You've not been yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. You keep using the vending machine. <laughs> it, co- it costs money to make those spirals. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I'm not by myself with the struggle in the gym. Uh, Steve from Yeovil has texted in on eight twelve fifteen. He says, "I feel your pain, mate." I was training with a friend of mine when I was in Iraq, and this guy boxed for the Navy. I started with the bar, put more weights on, and then took weights off to finish off on the bar. At that point, my arms had nothing left. Struggling to lift the bar, absolutely dripping in sweat, swearing away. At that point, the rest of my mates walked in. 
They never saw me powering away just when I was pulling faces at the poxy bar. Timing is everything. <laughs> I mean, at least I was just at the gym rather than in Iraq. Yes. With all your army yeah, and navy mates. that far more impressive. Yeah. I mean, I, I at least I, I just went, oh, it's all right. I could joke out of it. But you're still in the army yeah, or yeah. the navy or whoever, it, you know, whichever one he's in. Crikey, that's going to be tough. Here he is. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, don't, I just, my kids have started going to the gym. Yeah. My, my two, uh, well, the two who are still at home. Mm. And uh, and they're just really dedicated. I, I suppose I suppose once you start, you get you know you get those endorphins and you're getting it's quite addictive. That's what I'm waiting you, for. Yeah, you're waiting for. I'm that. waiting for that. <laughs> so that's what a lot of people have told me. And then you get to a point where the endorphins kick in and it feels great. Well, I don't know what that bit is yet because I haven't got there. I mean, I have found when the, the few occasions when I have suddenly gone right, I'm going to start. You never regret a, a workout. That's like what that. they tell me. Well, I, I don't know. I, immediately afterwards, you yes. must feel. You must. I've got feel to say, the buzz, I think that's it? true. I yeah. don't. And that, when you finish it, you're like you are proud of yourself. That yeah, you've and you done have a shout. Yeah. You feel all like yes. tingly and deserving, and you know. Yeah, I, I think there's an element of that, but at the same time, ugh. I'm to the drive-through <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> well, yeah. well deserved. Yeah, there's uh, an element of that. Bacon and egg muffin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Jason, uh, Graham, Paula, and Rashid are up doing a 12-hour shift on uh, ambulances in central London this morning. Crikey, of all places, I, I bet I bet drivers don't even move out of your way. Yes, I bet. Central London. But like, well, I'm, a, I'm here as well, mate. I've got my own problems. Yeah, some, some very worthy people. Oh, we get sending some... messages in. Very, very Absolutely. good, decent folk. Hey? Yes, we, that's that's the sort of listeners we have, George. Yeah. Yeah, those drivers no... and, 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 and people yeah, training in Iraq. Yeah, we get, exactly. We don't, <laughs> these are proper people, mate. Are there any sort of lazy, good for nothing um, people texting in who we can. I mean, not at the moment, I've got to say. I mean, morning, Jason, currently knee-deep in sausage rolls and sandwiches. That sounds more like me. Yeah, that sounds like us, doesn't it? But then, (laughs) regretting making a buffet for 90 for my daughter Lila's christening. Straight away, she flips it around. Just, oh... Uh, that's uh, I think that was for Sarah in Cumbria, um, and 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 clever people as well. Clever people. Listen to this one, Helen in Kent. Morning, Jason. Uh, I'm going to go to Shakespeare's Globe Theatre to see Hamlet for my birthday. It's just showing off. Fingers crossed, we'll avoid the rain. <laughs> I think you'll be all right there. I, I presume it must. I'm... I suppose if it, yes, if they're the groundlings and it rains, then yes, um, then they get they get wet, don't they? That's not always fun. It's is not it? like uh, Central Court anymore. I remember, um, remember Dave Spikey. Yeah, uh, he used to start his show with um, with like a Shakespeare quote from Hamlet. Did he? He'd come on. I, I remember it being very fun. Like he'd come on. To to uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, you know uh, Dave Spikey, and then he'd come on and say, uh, he'd say, "What a piece of work man is! Uh, how noble in reason, how infinite in faculty, in form and moving, how express and admirable in action, like how how in angel, in apprehension, how like in a god, uh, beauty of the world, the paragon of animals, and yet to me, what is this quintessential of dust?" And then the audience would stare at him, and he'd go, "He never gets to laugh that." <laughs> that would be his opening. <laughs> That'd be his opening. That's great. He's so brave, That's isn't really it? That's really funny. It'd be go, it'd go for it. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. George Egg is my guest this morning. Here I am. Here he is. Uh, funnily enough, uh, we give out egg cups on this show. That's you, Absolute Radio egg cups? Yeah, yeah, we've got official egg cups. They're purple, like these microphone uh, uh, covers. Yes, they have, <laughs> they have the, uh, you know, the... The sign on it, the, the brand, ready, yeah. so all that. Um, yeah, and we give them out. We, uh, I don't know when, I don't know why, but we do. I think I should get one at the end of the show, really, shouldn't I? I just think that's that's a precedence. 
You know, then every week I've got to give you know, suddenly. Well, George, I got one. Like, suddenly, oh. yeah, absolutely. Radio uh, stopped broadcasting. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> gave way too many egg cups. <laughs> uh, but we will give them out later on uh, when we do our uh, idiot amnesty uh, later on. It's, it's, it's a we did it as a topic a few weeks back, and I thought I'm going to I'm going to do this regularly. It was just very funny. Uh, it was just for those moments in your life where you just went, oh god, I, I was a total idiot there. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you didn't realize, you queued behind. Uh, uh, a row of parked cars uh, to get out of the car park or some, you know, those sort of things. So we'll do them uh, later on after 10 o'clock. So stick around. 8, 12, 15 on Texas Morning if you're up and about. Loads of people. Michelle uh, is up to drop her two children off to meet up with their club and they're off to Chessington World of Adventures. That's a good place, isn't Excellent. it? I remember going there Great for a place. friend's birthday party when I was at school. Oh, my God. I wish the I had... flume, the big log flume thing. Yeah. Was good, yeah. I wish I'd have had friends like that at school. We never did anything like that. No, it was just a one-off occasion. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's not sure who's more nervous, nervous, her or the kids. I think it'll be you. Kids will not be nervous at all. They'll no. be very excited about that. Uh, Marie and Steve on the way to Heathrow Airport, travelling to Finland. Nice. So up with our daughter, who's driving from St. Petersburg. Done Finland? No. No, I've never done Finland either. Done, where's, where's, where, have you done anywhere up that way? I've done, yeah, I've done Norway. Yes, Norway I've done. Uh, I've got... I've got uh, Most beautiful people you've ever seen, Norway. Beautiful people, beautiful countryside as well. Beautiful. I went on a lovely um, uh, uh, boat trip in the fjords oh, nice. with uh, Jen Brister. Oh, yes. And we went... Uh, um, yeah, Maybe. it was it was about two, three hour long. Went right into the fjords, went under... Um, What's it called? I can't remember the name of it. You know the, the rock that's like a big square with a flat top? Oh, yes, yeah. It's I can't in what it's called. Crikey. It's in a, film. It's in a recent you. film. Someone will tell us. Someone's, 8, 12, 15. Google, that's the beauty they? of Someone's radio. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> the flat top rock. Anyway, went near there. It was just amazing. So oh, wow. cool. Oh, wow. Lovely. But, um, and I've got... Uh, but that's not um, Finland. That's not Finland. <laughs> We've gone off. But it's near, yeah, yeah, it's near there. Yeah, it's sort of north, it's so British. northern Europe. It's not that way. I'm doing Sweden. I'm doing Sweden <laughs> oh, right, in, okay. uh, just after Edinburgh. I'm doing right. Lund Comedy Festival. Nice. So apparently that's very nice. Yeah, by all not accounts, I've not gone up there. We're doing some. I'm doing some tour dates up uh, uh, up that way in Scandinavia next year. And every comic's told me they're like, oh no, they're lo- honest. They love it. They get yeah. everything. They, they understand. And I'm just, I'm going through my set, going, what they don't have Greg's. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've no, I've got look, doing a food show. Yeah. I've got like, you know, I've got malt loaf, sorin, malt loaf, bovril, marmite. Marmite seems to be pretty universal. Yeah, marmite, marmite you'll stuff. be fine with. I reckon that's, that's all right. Fine. Uh, talking of food, Wendy B says, "Morning, guys. I'm up making my Slimming World breakfast." Everyone's so worthy. Everyone. It's I Sunday know. morning. They should be having a great big fry up and all. Well, she technically is, but bed. it's Slimming World version. I, I presume. I want to know what's in it. I don't What's know. It's a slimming to, word, I'll, word fry up. I'll have to Google it. It'll probably. A lot uh, of spray oil involved, I would imagine. Yes, it'd be mostly spray yeah. oil. That'll be definitely the case. Um, I I did the Slimming World Awards, actually, uh, about four years ago. Yeah. And uh, they booked me at uh, ironichost.com. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember doing it. It was a really weird moment before I went on stage. And the um, organiser said, um, oh, before you go out, can you make sure you don't use the F word? And I was like, well, I don't swear an awful lot anyway, to be honest. They were like, oh, no, not that one. We mean the word fat. Can you not say the word fat? <laughs> uh, we don't like to use the word fat in front of our clients, which makes it sound like once they've gone, they use it a lot. They're like, see how fat that one was? And, uh, and I was like, okay, fine, no problem. But you know when someone says something to you like seconds before you go out? Oh, yeah, of course. And then it's, it's the only word right I could remember. Yeah, yeah. Like this and fat. I mean, this and that. Like it just kept coming. <laughs> Nightmare. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. George Egg is here this morning. Here I am. 
you can see him on tour at the moment. Uh, you find details at georgeegg.com. Georgeegg.com. Yep, it's got all the all the dates there. And where you, you're up in the lakes this weekend. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's it is great, absolutely yeah. epic. It's like being in Lord of the Rings. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Where so... are you tonight? It sounds like you're in Lord of the Rings. I, I'm in Ravenglass tonight. Ravenglass, Ravenglass. north of the wall. Oh, it's it's it, it, but it's so lovely. So I I was in yeah I was in uh, Ennerdale Bridge last night. Lovely mm. audience there. Uh, Cockermouth the night before, and then yeah, Raven Glass. Allowed to say that on the radio. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to the audience last night about music festival. I've got this bit about music festivals in the show, and um, and I said, "Have you got one round here?" And they said, "We used to have one called Cockfest." Right in Cockermouth. Yeah, of course. That's what it's called, like that. And I said, uh, "I said it's still going," and uh, (laughs) and and this woman said, "No." I said, "I said what what happened to it?" She said, "It got too big." So that was wow. Just so the jokes write themselves. No, I know it's perfect. Wasn't it? <laughs> uh, you were saying about people being worthy up and about yeah. uh, this morning. Uh, Travelling to Pompeii from Florence, listening to your show. That's Vicky and Al this morning. Well, that sounds like they're That's having a break. Nice. It doesn't sound like they're doing anything sort of charitable no. or or exercising. Just for they're just in a car. But it sounds driving. classy, doesn't it? That's oh, it what I like about nice. it. Yeah. Travelling to Pompeii from Florence. Oh no, that quite like that. And then on the flip side. Deluxe. Jason, I'm just about to have a full English breakfast, then off to see the early show of Infinity Wars. Well, that's that's the sort of thing we want. Encouraging, uh, yeah, reassuring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Steve from Litchfield has pointed out. He says, "Hi, Jason. I was driving to work this morning, and I laughed when I saw a poster of Paloma Faith advertising for Skoda." She's doing the new adverts. Right. Uh, instant reminded me of when you were on Room 101 with Frank Skinner and you mentioned the thing that annoys you. The thing that annoys me that I put into Room 101 yeah. uh, is uh, when, you're trying to, when you're in a car park and you're trying to find a space, little cars hiding behind big cars. I, I, my, How I've, I've, I've had that in the, in the last few yeah. days. It's so... So yeah. annoying. You're like, oh, yeah. there's a space. Oh, it's a Fiat 500. Yeah. No, I think there should be a rule that if you've got a small car, you should have it. You forward it, 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 it's it's bum exposed. exactly yes yeah. i quite agree so that's what that that's what i put into room 101 <laughs> um and then he goes on to say however you were shut down by paloma who went on to preach about big cars are bad for the environment and we shouldn't drive them blah 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 he wrote blah 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 by the yeah. way i'm not <laughs> i'm not doing paloma faith uh Ironically, in the poster, she uh, was advertising a Skoda 4x4. <laughs> it's Guess just, she's easily bought off. <laughs> it's appalling. <laughs> well, I've got to say, if, 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 the adverts, hey, if the adverts come up, I'm, I'm not bothered. Yeah, well, I'm not one of them reason, people. You know. I mean, yeah, within reason. <laughs> I'm going to start doing arms dealerships. Yeah. But, yeah, within reason. I think there's, there was that Bill Hicks used to do that thing, wasn't he, about if you advertise stuff, you are struck off the artistic yeah, no, roll I call. Yeah, that's, that's a little too... Uh, I don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> I've got five kids to feed. <laughs> I'm like, mm, these are the best Kellogg's cornflakes I've ever had. Like, yeah, I don't care. I would, I would gladly... Have, certainly the whole... It's like the uh, Woody Allen thing where he's talking about, you know, when with the vodka commercial routine, <laughs> yeah. where he says, you know, I wouldn't advertise a product I don't use. But I think certainly if there was, you know, uh, something I'm really into, I'd, I'd, I'd happily... Oh, all day yeah. long. This is... Matters. Now, do you know, interestingly, after Steve mentioned my uh, little modern-day grievance there of uh, little cars hiding yeah. behind big cars, right? It, it comes back to bite me on, on the bum quite a lot, that one, because obviously it still happens, but I've done a routine about it. So even when it happens now, 
and I'm with my wife in the car, and they go, oh, this is like your uh, jokes. I've got like an extra thing that yeah. annoys me about it. Oh, I see, which is people reminding you about... <laughs> used to do about a joke your, about this. Your... <laughs> like I should mean that doesn't happen to me anymore because I've noticed it. <laughs> really quite a wind-up. Uh, but this morning, what I want to know is what is your modern-day grievance? What is the thing that winds you up that much? Right? I've, I've got another one that's happened to yeah. me recently. And it is sometimes after, so, you know, I'll finish a gig often, uh, then I'm awake for a few hours, and then I've got the show in the morning, you know, on a, on a Sunday morning. So I on a Saturday night, I probably get four hours sleep a night, yeah. you know, depending on where I've been. And I've noticed that my phone, my iPhone, not to advertise, although I would, <laughs> my, <laughs> my phone um, has got that facial recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't recognise me first thing in the morning. I'm so tired. tired. My, I, I don't know what, I think my face must sag off my skull until yeah, it gradually yeah. tightens throughout the morning. Do you think it might be, I mean, are you lying in bed? I mean, is that, I wonder or if that's, that a, might be it? you know, because I know certainly, you know, you take a, a selfie when you're lying in your bed and then you're, yeah, you you're slightly distorted there, aren't you? Yeah, maybe Just you're right. Because of gravity affecting your cheeks in a different maybe way. Maybe that's what it is. But I don't know if it's that. I think I sometimes look in the mirror and I, even I don't recognise myself, so I don't know how I expect Apple to. I, I look that tired sometimes. <laughs> I look like my, my own stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Elliott messaged me when I put, put this on Facebook. She says, when I was pregnant, I was so fat and tired, my Snapchat didn't even recognise me as a human being. <laughs> that's pretty bad, isn't it? It's terrible. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I mean, you've sort of adapted a lot of your life to the modern day. You know, yeah. as we heard before, cooking in inside a hotel room. In a hotel room, in a shed. Unbelievable. Hacks. Stuff. I like that. Life hacks. Life. I know, I kind of I like that. So you, so what, with the, what, what's your go-to power tool when you're, when you're making your dinner? Uh, well, I mean, in the show I use, I use, so many, so many different things. I mean, I use a wallpaper stripper to make for uh, well poaching, well steaming oh, things okay. basically. So you know, it generates a lot of steam. Yeah, that makes so sense. I do kippers and eggs with that. Right. I make a I make a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So the breakfast is is kippers and eggs made with a wallpaper stripper uh, right. and croutons with a, a hot air gun. Actually, a dewalt oh, yeah. hot air gun I use oh, in the no. show, and that is a, a genuinely a brilliant tool if you are into cooking. Yeah. Uh, aside from just doing a silly comedy show, if you're, it's it's. <laughs> It's like a it's like a sort of portable grill gun almost. A so hot it's not too air gun. Yeah, so the sort of thing you'd use for stripping paint off a bit of furniture oh, okay, or something. Right. You know, yes, so it's yes, got yes. a it's got a lot of coil in it and it and it gets all glowing and, and then it glows the hot then? air. Uh, well, in the show, I make croutons with it. Ah, okay. But uh, obviously, Obst. but uh, <laughs> but it is it is a really useful tool. I mean, like if you've got you know a bagel and you want to melt a bit of cheese on it, you don't want to turn the grill on. It's good for just sort of finishing. You don't want to turn the grill on. That's hilarious. <laughs> Whatever you know what I mean. And oh then you've got to get God, the I can't be bothered. But you just you just get the gun just on top of a bagel. <laughs> yeah, melt. I can see how that yeah, works. It is actually yeah. it's a really good one. Okay, um, good to know. And I use oh I use a paper shredder. If there's any children listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not for you. Yeah, this is not for home. you. Try school. There's, uh, I use, uh, yeah, a wallpaper, not wallpaper, sorry, I've said that already, uh, a um, paper shredder for making pasta. Okay. Which is very entertaining. Yeah, I was going to say, does that work? Like, works brilliantly. <laughs> does it really? Beautiful tagliatelle, yeah. Wowza. Um, and uh, a blowtorch, obviously, which is kind of, the blowtorch is, is used in, in cooking kitchens yeah, yeah, anyway, that, but yeah. I've got a couple. Not in my kitchen. I've got two yeah. massive, like, Rothenberger, quick fire, two 
plumber's blowtorches. Really impressed. So two at a time, that looks pretty cool. It's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it's> a tiny <laughs> brulee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gone. Um, Amazing, that sounds yeah. great. Sanders, oh, loads. Just great. But, but I, yeah, I think my, my go-to tool, genuinely using it in the kitchen, would be the DeWalt DW360 hot air gun. Oh, right. That's, look at that. There you go. Not, not that he's, he's not advertising. No. He's not advertising. There's other Although that said, available. if DeWalt did want to uh, get in <laughs> well, touch that is about some one. sort of contract. <laughs> <laughs> and people can get more information at georgeegg.com of where George is bringing his comedy cooking show uh, around the country. 8, 12, 15 is the text of morning. We're talking about modern day grievances. Um, I personally, mine is little cars hiding behind big cars when you're trying to park. Robin Bambury says, Jason, I drive a smart car and I purposely park between large cars at the back of the space. Ooh. He does it on purpose. What an absolute animal. A smart car is small enough that I think you could probably, if you did that, you could probably get another smart car in there. Yeah, I think you can, actually. And block him in. (laughs) 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 We'll have our revenge, Rob. (laughs) Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. George, what annoys you? Uh, Right, I've got a couple. One is... uh, Popcorn in the cinema. No, yep, agreed. Just fan it. It is the noisiest, the the most annoying, (laughs) rattly, crunchy. People chasing the last few few kernels around the the bottom of their their cardboard container. Everything nachos, noisy sweets, rustling. Yeah, even drinks, (laughs) drinks and ice and ice rattling around. So, but I've got an answer. I've got I've got a solution oh, well, to the be problem. Great if we could uh, solve so some of these problems. I understand why they have popcorn in the cinema. It's incredibly cheap to produce. The markup is 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 massive. Of course. Uh, so it's a cheap grain mm-hmm. porridge. A what one though? Porridge instead of popcorn. Yes. People have it with salt. People have it with sugar. You know, it's almost yeah. it's virtually the same thing. It would be silent. Yeah. Maybe in some sort of like a frube. Oh, so you like? So you just you just lightly tear the tear the top off and just and just suck out just your porridge. Suck your porridge out. You'd be, <laughs> and also they wouldn't have to, they'd only have to change some of the letters on the sign. They could keep okay. the first two. <laughs> yeah, that's and then rearrange a couple of the others. I mean, it's a, it's a. I'm not sure porridge is going to be the new thing at the cinema. <laughs> Do you want porridge, sir? No, I can't see that. Large porridge, please. Yeah, also at least... <laughs> Extra with, large porridge. When you spill popcorn, you can just hoover that up at the end yes. of the film, but porridge, you spill porridge. Porridge sticks. And it, it turns into, like, cement. It really does, doesn't it? So, I mean... I still think there's I think there's something there. I'm afraid I'm out. Well... <laughs> On that one there, Judge. <laughs> I'm out. Um, so we're talking things that annoy you uh, about uh, modern day so let us know 8 12 15 on the text or you can give me a call uh, 0330 123 12 15 who have we got on the phone Nina we've got Nina got Nina on the phone good morning Nina good morning Jason where are you calling from I'm calling from Nottinghamshire alright lovely stuff tell me what is your grievance what annoys you well I've got two sets of boy girl twins and what really annoys me is people saying are they identical Oh, yes, I can imagine that it must be annoying. Be. Two sets of twins. Two sets of twins. Let's just rewind this a little bit, Nina. Two <laughs> sets of boy-girl twins. And yes. how old are they? Uh, one set is six and one set is eight months. Crikey. Crikey, O'Reilly. Have you got any others in between or did you just have twins no, and then more no, twins? Just, just twins and then more twins. Crikey. Well, what, is, what is going on? What has happened? I, I mean, I've got twins, but... Have you got twins? I have, yeah, but two sets. Yeah. That's like that, that's like getting two double yolks in a fry. Twice, fryer yeah. And going, wow, 
But you've got Another to look after yolk. them for the rest of their life, yeah. not just have yeah. them for breakfast. Eat them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> You're wow. a twin parent. I, I know that you're a twin parent. Yes. I get it. You get it. <laughs> I totally get it. I, get, I mean, mine, mine are both girls, so there would be more of a reason, I guess, to ask the question. But they're so different. Yeah. You're like, well, just use your eyes, mate. Use yeah. your eyes. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need to tell you. you know what I mean? Yeah, I can imagine. I'd say what's hard about twins is um, picking your favourite. I've oh, got yeah. to say, that is tough, <laughs> isn't it? It's tough work. How, have you managed about that, Nina? Have you, have you done all right? I, I just picked the one that's best behaved that day. Yeah, that's not crying. That's, that's exactly yeah. what I go with. Two sets of twins. So I bet you're just <laughs> terrified to get in bed with your husband now, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just separate rooms. <laughs> What's that? Bailey's is off the card. Now. Absolutely, that's what happens. <laughs> Bailey's equals two sets of twins. Bailey's. <laughs> God bless yeah. you. <laughs> thank uh, you. Nina, thank you very much for getting in touch this morning. Thank you. Lovely stuff. So if you want to give me a call, 0030-123-1215. The things that wind you up about modern day. Jeff has messaged me. Torn jeans. He doesn't like torn jeans. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I get it, though. I can see how that would annoy you. I, I'd Certainly, I've, I've noticed there seems to be a fashion for absurdly torn jeans. And actually, not even torn. I noticed the lady walking along the other day, and it wasn't... It wasn't like a rip. It was like a, a whole patch had been removed oh. that was frayed. So it was like a, a big oval gap of it's with weird, thigh it? we spent all this time yeah. developing clothes to get to a point where it covers us mm. to keep us warm and you and know removing I was gonna say that bit of off. them. Yeah, that does seem a bit odd. But that might be the thing that annoys you. Where real music matters. Daryl in Farnborough says that what winds me up is that it's 2018 and there are still people who don't know the standing on the right, walking on the left escalator rule. Yeah. Now, the thing with that one is, it's very it's a very London rule, that. Is it? It's not, the rest of the country don't right. have it. I didn't know that. I yeah. assumed it was everywhere. No, no, it's Lo- London are very right. strict on this escalator rule. And the rest of the country are just like... Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. We're already going to the place we need to I suppose, to. I mean, you know, it's a cliche, but you go further north, people chat more, more friendly. I would imagine, Maybe I would imagine, is. you know, up yes. here in Manchester, if someone's on an escalator and these get past, say, oh, excuse me, mate. And then they just go past. Whereas That's in London, it's sort happen. of like, don't talk to anyone, don't talk to anyone, <laughs> stick to the rules. And then <laughs> yeah. I would imagine if someone's stood on the left on an escalator, Someone comes up behind them, and they're in London. They're gonna, they're just going to go. Right, I'm just yeah, me- stand here and seethe yes. rather than say, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah, and you're then probably walk right. Past. I wonder. I think I'm right in that. I mean, I'm sure people will let me know, but I think the, the, that escalator rule of uh, standing on the right and walking on the left. I think that is a London rule. I don't think the rest of the yeah. country has it. But and in fact, I actually, I, I I I think rules are there to be to be bent and broken. And I like I like a bit of anarchy. I think actually everyone should start just standing all over the place and. <laughs> Encourage conversation. I'm going to start sitting on the left. I'm going to start lying on the escalator. <laughs> how about that? We'll see. I'm going to start coming up the wrong way. How about that? I'll wind you up. Um, Helen says, uh, Morning, Jace. Uh, when you're driving and you give way to someone and they sail past with no thank you wave. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. That yeah, is, no, that, that's... That's, that's ma- when you manners, need... Manners, please, folks. Yeah, that's when you just need a little sniper in the back of your car just to take their wheels out. I mean, I, I maybe I'm going too far. Take them out. <laughs> well, maybe that's... I mean, I, if I wasn't on the radio, I was going to say that. But I thought I better not say. I better not say that. So I just said their wheels. Yes. Just so they're in some sort of. Accident. Yeah, just some sort. Of... <laughs> <laughs> um, just skid over. Just take a out a breadwinner. Just you know. a little one. Just a little one. Uh, Mrs. T said, uh, "It's been said before, but this is what winds me up." 
people who post photos or messages on Facebook to their other half or mates for the benefit of simply showing off, such as selfies of me and my man getting cosy on a Saturday night. Love you so much. I oh, love my catch-up with my Bezzy. Yuck. This is a personal message. Why are you sharing it with other people, you self-confidence-seeking wallies? I am totally on... Agreed. On their side there. Yes. I, I, Yep, yeah, I agree. That is I'm gonna, nauseating. I'm going to throw into the mix uh, vague booking. Do you know vague booking? No, what's that? This is where people just write, um, had a terrible day. Oh. You know, that sort of thing. As a way of, 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 of fishing for some sort of like, oh, what's yeah. wrong? What's, yeah. You would think somebody would, uh, would ring you at some point if you were going through this. Yeah, 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 or big sigh, or yeah. something like that, you know. Like, That's oh, what is it, babe? What's wrong? What's up, babe? What's the... Inboxing, yeah. babe. Inboxing, babe. Yeah. Blah. Ugh, so annoying. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Here's one that, that really bugs me. You know when you go to the supermarket... I do. ...and, and there's a, an empty belt mm-hmm. uh, by the cashier, and you put... You put a few things on the end of the the, the, the other end of the belt away yeah, from the cashier. Putting stuff on there. And yeah. then and then they whip they, they turn the belt on and oh. they whip all the stuff right down to them before you've had a chance to put anything else on. All that space waste. Whereas they should they should do a little bit, then you put some more on, do a bit more. And I then I find myself start, rather than rather than leaving a gap, I feel like my sort of O C D ness feels like I, I should fill the belt. So I'm walking up and down the little aisle, <laughs> totally, you know, making the, the belt completely pointless. That gets on my nerves. That's annoying. Supermarkets of just a, a whole different ball game when it comes to there should be train there should be specific training about belt Etiquette. operation. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Ollie has messaged me with a list. All right, an good. Absolute list. He's, okay, lorries overtaking lorries uh, on the only overtaking lane for miles. I I don't think I don't think, and I'm sure I'll be disagreed with by lorry drivers. I don't think lorries should be allowed to overtake. I'm going to just put it out there. I think when it's when it's yeah when it's a two lane, I just and they stay in that lane, stay in the lorry lane. And we call are, it the lorry lane. But also, they're so barely going faster than I the know. other. I mean, if they could nip round like a car would, that'd be fine. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, they're lumbering massive. along, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that one. Stay okay. in there, stay yes, in that lane. That's good. Next one. Uh, he says uh, cyclists riding two abreast. I mean, uh, I kind of the I way he's phrased it. I'm I, like, that sounds good. <laughs> Sounds quite. Sounds all right, but I realise what he means. I know what he means, but I. Uh, no, I agree with him. I, to be honest, you agree. You, you disagree, but I think. Well, I don't. Know, I'd quite like single again, file. I, I quite like the whole sort of you know, sticking it to the man kind of like you know I'm on a bike. This is foot. This is and having a chat. Yeah. Well, you can both have a chat in the, your two abreast hospital beds as well. <laughs> <laughs> Pair of idiots. Uh, <laughs> it says plug socket switches uh, on with nothing in them. Wow, that's a weird thing to be annoyed about. Yeah, my, my son had a girlfriend who used to come round and turn all the switches off if they were... But, that's weird. And she thought that it was burning electricity. Yeah, my... And said, no, it doesn't. I remember my mum, every Sunday night, would turn all the electrics off because she'd just watch London's Burning. Oh, well, that's that, fine if that, there's things plugged in. Yeah, that was always the start of a... But just turning the switches off yeah. when there's nothing plugged I'll in. Tell you, this is one that'll get you because obviously you're on yeah. tour a lot. Plug sockets, not near the bed in a hotel. Yes, that annoys me. And also plug sockets. What are you doing? Close enough to the top of a desk that you can't get. Can't an, actually plug something a, in. A, a, an actual, you know, like a, an iPhone charger with the, oh with the adapter goodness. on it. So annoying. Mark says, uh, it annoys me that old people have to pay the same price as young people for bags for life. I mean, that's true, isn't it, when you Smart. think about it? That's, that is, <laughs> that's a good way of putting things. 
Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Did you read this thing about the uh, fella in the London Marathon? Yes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just... awful, but I've almost, almost sort of got some respect for him because it's the so... The goal of the guy. Absolutely. I think we better tell the listeners what we're talking about. They're, 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 they're... All of it! <laughs> I'm going to say exactly what happened. Listen to this. Jake Halliday lost his competitor number around 15 minutes before the end of the event. <laughs> He's probably been running for three and a half, four hours there. Poor guy, he probably sweated it off. Because runners are not allowed to take part without an official number, gutted Jake was apparently taken off the course just before he hit 24 miles. But a spectator picked up his missing bib, 35179, and ran the last few miles before making off with his silverware. <laughs> it's the- awful, but it's 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 so outrageous. It's so it's, outrageous. It's, 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 the well, it's definitely entertaining. Who in the picture appears to be naked from the waist up. He's like a thug too, doesn't he? Yeah, he does look like you wouldn't <laughs> want to meet him in a dark alley, aye. Uh, can even be seen at the end in the official marathon photos with Jake's race number clearly visible, kissing the stolen medal. <laughs> kissing it! Like, I'm, I deserve this. Peter Mowbray from Blackpool, Lancashire, wrote... Uh, a Facebook post about the debacle. He says uh, he and his wife, Louise, 45, were running their first marathon on Sunday uh, for sense, raising £3,000 between them. Mr Mowbray said there were rumours at the finish line that somebody had been removed from the course and didn't get his medal because he wasn't wearing a number. He then chatted to other runners who, who identified Mr Halliday as the medal theft victim. Mr Mowbray said, I couldn't believe this was so. Well, this went on. The Virgin Marath- London Marathon website. And you can clearly see Jake's number you can clearly see the pictures of Jake are completely different to the guy with his number at the end. <laughs> to see this man smiling and postulating with someone else's medal made me personally very, very angry. I felt very sick at first. I wanted to share it on social media because the power of social media is incredible and I want to make people aware. Well, hopefully he can be found, have the medal removed and been given a good dressing down. Certainly a good... Well, dressing up. He's got a bloody shirt on that fella. It's absolutely. I mean, crikey! Talking about modern day grievances, yeah. that is a big one. That that's you've done. It's 20... not a common problem. But, no, uh... no, it's not like oh, that happened to me. <laughs> you once. know when uh... you've run twenty four. You've done twenty four miles of it. Imagine the exhaustion and the. I mean, that sort of tiredness would make you so over emotional anyway. Yeah. And then for to be removed from the course. Poor guy. And then to see somebody with kissing the medal. That's the bit that gets me. The rest of it, I'm like, okay, a crime of opportunity, fine. I think, I think, well, hope, hopefully, well, not fine, but you know, hopefully, it will generate some more. This, the whole publicity of the event will generate some more money for the charity that they were. Let's hope so. Let's, let's hope so. Let's definitely hope Unbelievable. so. Unbelievable, the gall of modern beast. day society. People <laughs> don't even care. They'll oh, makes me. He's sick. the sort of guy. I bet if he worked in a supermarket, he would. Uh, He'd move the belt along early. He totally he? would. I totally would. That's exactly the sort of person he is. <laughs> uh, parking on pavements, Brenda says. That winds her up. Um, also, oh, this is this is another supermarket one. People at the back of a queue going to the front when opening a new checkout. It's that's a that's one, a, that it? is an interesting one, isn't it? Where because, do you lie on that one? Yeah. Yeah. You know who's? I mean, is it the person who's immediately next who it has? Should technically be there. Should really, but, but it then never also. If you are immediately next, you kind of go, well, I've got to walk all the way down there now. Yeah, and I'm next. You know, I might, I'm next anyway. 
It's oh, tricky, isn't it? I think it should just be. Hard, I think it? I think in that situation, it's a free for all, and you <laughs> get there first. Right. <laughs> you know, good for you. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. I've got I've more been, to add to the list. I'm watching you, John. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm scribbling away. Go on, George. What All right. Have you got? Booking fees on tickets. Yep. Agreed. Oh, Ridic. Southern Rail. Uh, <laughs> service charge added. Yeah. I hate the whole point of a service charge. Surely is that it's optional. It's optional, and it's based on you know. So if you get someone who's really accommodating Agreed. and friendly, you go yeah, well, yeah, I'll give, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be generous here. And equally, you get someone who's surly. And because we're British, yes, if it's added, you know, of course you have the right to go. I'm not paying. No one ever charge, takes it off. If you're going to do that, you'd have also to like monster. It's, it's a passive aggressive way of saying whether you are happy or unhappy with the service. Yeah, for service, yeah. wasn't it? So if you don't give one. It, that's you basically saying you were horrendous. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not only were you an awful waiter or waitress, you're just not a very nice person. That's what you're yeah. saying. Whereas, if you, I, I like to leave a decent tip if they've if they've gone above and beyond. Yeah. Especially I, if they've been nice to my kids. We I'm went. Like, we went to a nice little uh, little restaurant. In, we did in Newcastle. In Newcastle, didn't we? It was lovely. And I noticed you generally the, the lady her eyes lit up when that well, when that know, paper tip went down. And that's partly because <laughs> that's partly because I'm a nice person, George, but partly because I know if I don't, she'll go straight onto Twitter and tell everybody that I <laughs> yeah. didn't. So I can't tell you how genuine that tip was. <laughs> it was good food though, wasn't it? It was nice. It was great, nice that was great yeah, food. I like that place. It was fun that. Um Sarah says, uh, dog walkers who gladly pick up their dog mess but then tie it to a tree branch. Yeah, it's like a little a weird thing. sort of poo Christmas decoration. Yes, I yeah. would hate to see their house mm. at Christmas time. <laughs> Smell their house. What's this in here? It's just a new thing we've been working on. <laughs> I've been practising all year round on the trees around town. Yeah, no, I don't like that. That is a weird I mean, thing. I'm not big on dogs generally, to be honest. But, You're not uh, a dog fan? Well, I mean, I don't, no, actually, no, I, I, I'm happy dogs with fine. dogs. Yeah. I'm just, I, you know, I've, I've always had cats. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's the cats or dogs. You know, yeah, you've got to make a choice. No, you're quite right. You've got to make a choice. You've got to make a choice. Uh, I Lots of people agreeing with you when it comes to the uh, supermarket conveyor belt. Phil in Glasgow, um, he says, I'll take it one stage further. When the cashier decides to start scanning your shopping when you haven't finished putting the things onto the conveyor belt, letting all the scan goods build up in the bagging area. Drives him crazy. Well, you see, conversely, mm. I actually, Uh-oh. that's what I often want because sometimes when I'm loading it on and I think, you want them to well, start. start scanning then, you know, and then yeah. I can get there, I can bang it in the bag. And when they sort of wait patiently for you, it's like, what, well, you know, <laughs> you get on with that and I'll get on with this and then we'll catch up with each other. I th- look, I don't know if you've been to an Aldi, George. I, yeah, I certainly have. I don't I'm know what the training Aldi. is. I like an Aldi. I don't know what the training is at Aldi. They're the fastest oh, scanners yeah. Yeah. in the land. Beep, 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 yeah. beep. It's like the... It's like they want they want you to get out as quick as you can. I think they do. I think they want you over on the little shelf well, bit like where you where you load up. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. I was, I was in Waitrose the other day, and the the cashier oh, was so slow. She was so <laughs> slow. That's what it is. It was just oh, honestly, it was it was driving <laughs> me nuts. And, and for those prices, other people and yeah, for those no, prices, you'd want you want you want a, want a bit of speed. Absolutely. Or maybe they want you to linger. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Jason Manford. When animals attack, George. Was that the name of the song? <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> Although it's the Arctic Monkeys, so it could be. But while we're on the subject of monkeys, um, there's a brilliant story in the paper uh, today about a, a monkey getting revenge on a tourist. 
I quite like this. this one, yes. A man visiting the uh, Zitian Temple in Daewa County, East China's Fujian province, tried to push a monkey off the railings. You know, like you do when you're a moron. Yeah. A visitor filmed him creeping up on the unsuspecting animal, which was perched on a metal railing next to the body of water. After the monkey took revenge, it then chased the man into the temple as other visitors laughed. It was joined by another monkey. This is my favourite bit. Who then defended its friend. I love this. And also began to attack the man. The monkey's clan uh, clan mate rushed in to rescue and enter the building to attack the, the tourist. The monkey's scratched the tourist the temple employee said there were other people inside and they helped drive the monkeys away i think he deserves everything he gets absolutely i mean yeah had had he been just perhaps you know relaxing fiddling with his mobile phone and the monkey had attacked then bad monkey but yes you push a monkey off of railings he deserves everything you're gonna you're gonna but you're going to get I a Simeon Smackdown, aren't you? Sympathise, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Simeon Smackdown sounds like the name of a computer that's, game. That's pinned from the uh, iPartridge book, I think. There's a bit in there. I was listening to it on the way up. It's great, that is that. <laughs> I, I'm the same. Like, you know, when you read, um, oh, a bullfighter uh, got, um, you know, hurt yeah. by a bull, I think. Yeah, God. you go, well, don't. Don't try and tease a bull yeah. in front to death. of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, tease yeah. it with those spears. I go fair enough. Like those people who run, you know, and they yeah. let the bulls go. Yes, and yes, and then they get tossed in the air. And yeah, and I think yeah, good. You think, yeah, absolutely. I think that's good. That's that's that's, that's called natural selection, mate. Abs- You're an too idiot. Right. Keep saying absolutely. I think it's because it's in front of me. On the I know. I, I'm the same. <laughs> Everything's absolutely on this show. Uh, my other favourite story this week is another tourist-based one. Uh, Tourism uh, tourists have taken to Google Maps to review Great Britain. Yeah, I saw that. Oh God, <laughs> this. <laughs> I mean, already I'm like, oh no, this this can't end well. Uh, disgruntled tourists uh, have reviewed uh, Great Britain and shared it on Google Maps. Uh, a lot of them are pretty dismal. Uh, Josh Hamilton, for example, says should be called just all right Britain. Fair I enough. Mean, that's a bit harsh, I think. Blaze <laughs> says a uh, bit rainy, one star. <laughs> <laughs> one star one star for a bit rainy that's a I mean bit, that is harsh. harsh it's not our fault that like, the weather's yeah. bad you know uh, one reads they do not understand Italian they do not have a day. they are dirty they fill the streets with roundabouts and then do not know how to use them they put pineapple on pizzas they use flip flops as winter shoes <laughs> I mean that's only a, that's a few a, that's of them a, are true yeah I mean pineapple on pizza I quite like Agreed. I don't um, mind a pineapple on a pizza. Flip flops. When she, I don't know if that's I've necessarily never seen that true. Roundabouts. R- roundabouts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I've, 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 I get agreed. I don't think they are dirty. I mean, I've got to say that sounds harsh. That's and that's a little bit of a generalisation. I mean, I I, think so. I have bathed and deodorised this morning before coming here. Yeah. Well, whereas I haven't. There you go. <laughs> so you know. So on average, <laughs> six of one half a dozen the other. Dirty Jason, clean George. Yes. Uh, they walk in the rain with the hood of their hoodie lowers, uh, lowered without noticing, use the garages as dumps, park in the most improper places, eat everything as long as it's fried, take a bath 12 months a year everywhere. I don't know what this guy's on about. This guy's crazy. Unbelievable. He's got some good points, but mostly he's I'd mistaken. say you're one star. Other visitors seem to object to the fact that we're an island, writing... Uh, there's too much water. Thought <laughs> someone else seemed to get a little confused and added, "England is the worst city." Well, I mean, I agree. It's the worst. It's the it worst is. city. It's a, in it's a pig of a city, England. <laughs> Before giving the whole country one out of five stars, I wanted to go on a European vacation. I ended up here instead. Zero out of ten. 
Oh, my goodness. It's not on. A slightly more positive review read, better than average, but average as a nation. I mean, wow. <laughs> are we that bad? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think when it comes to roadworks, we are. Yeah. Roadworks drive me round the twist. Yeah. I can, um, or they don't drive you anywhere. They don't drive you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Unbelievable. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. Come on, let's defend Brit. What what are we... What are we good at? What are we good at? Good at roadworks. Yeah. <laughs> well, are we we're though? Good at cones. We're good at. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, we are good at. We're good. We're good at uh, motorway recovery. We're I, good at I, all I, these I, things. I'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I feel a bit defensive of Britain this morning. I've got to say. Well, after reading those. Uh, those reviews, yeah. those TripAdvisor for Britain reviews. One star? One star. For this great country. Too much water. I mean, things that are not even our <laughs> fault. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm absolutely devastated. Um, what are we good at? Let's have a little look. We're good at music. I mean, with... Yeah, music. Gen- I think the, the creative arts generally... Look how good we, we are export music. all over the world. Our, our comedy. We're good graphics. at comedy. Com- comedy. We're the best at comedy. I would say so. Definitely. Definitely. Studio. Yes. <laughs> um, queuing. Queuing, we're good we're at. We're good at that. Uh, teenage pregnancies. Teenage pregnancies. Putting best booking fees on. <laughs> Hold on, we're veering <laughs> into, on the, uh, into the grievances. I mean, I can understand that you could come over and, you know, be disappointed in the weather, but not the people. I think so. I tell or the history. Here's an example of, of the people being good. I was, uh, I was just going to say before yeah. we, we went to that last song. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, yes, I broke down on the way here. Uh, my my like vehicle crying. broke down. Yeah, I yeah. Don't yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> I'm too too far north. I can't go. No, uh, my uh, I've got I've got a, a, a nice little VW Caravelle. Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it broke down on the way to uh, these gigs in Cumbria. Uh, and my motorway recovery people. They, they, I'm with with one of those companies. I'm with uh, Auto Aid, I think they're called, yeah. and they're one of the ones who. It's not like the AA. They they'll call out a local recovery. Oh right, firm. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and yeah. I got this guy, uh, Tom, oh, from yeah. uh, Tom. I think that Ullswater Road Garage. Right, there Tom. we go. Little shout out Such to you. Such a nice guy. He turned up. I yeah. said, you know, I, I was supposed to be recovered to one destination. I was thinking I was going to have to cancel the gigs. I was mm-hmm. going to have to come up in a hire car the next day. He, I explained the situation to him. He got on the phone, came back to me, said, all right, we'll sort you out with a car for free. Nice. We'll look after the van. Cheers, Tom. So, so, so good old Tom. So there you go. And, that's, and I think that's, 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 that's what, what we're good, good at. at. People bending over, bending the rules, saying, all right, I'll, yeah, I can I'll see sort that. you out. I can I'll see that. I'll help you out. Well, Keith uh, disagrees with you. Keith is oh, no. saying, I'm 100% British. I mean, that's a lie. Nobody is, but no. fine. I'm 100% British, and I totally agree with those reviews. <gasps> sorry, but maybe he should run the country. Well, Keith, in Sunderland. I'm oh, mean- sorry, uh, Jason, I've just had a text in to say that Tom has been sacked for... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the rules. Livid. Uh, British people are superb and appreciate the sun on the rare occasion it's on display. The country treats it like a national holiday, somebody says. Agreed. Agreed. How dare you? Yeah. No, I think Britain's. I think Britain's. I think Britain's fine. Yes. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. The weather's not, but we are. We're fine people. Let's make Britain great again. That's good. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> oh no, let's not use that as a slogan. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Sam in Gravesend said, "Hi, Jason and George. Uh, talking before about." Uh, Things that annoy you. Oh, yeah. Uh, they said people leaving the tap running while they're brushing their teeth. 
that, mm. that annoys them. I mean, crikey. Uh, Some uh, of the things people get annoyed about. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's particularly bad. <laughs> I mean, of all the things. Mm. I mean, I can see it, wastewater. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he's got a point. And, uh, Although I think when it comes to wasting water, I do think... I do, I do think it's overblown, the old wasting water problem, I've got to tell you. I'm sure there's, I'm sure I've heard statistics of the amount of water that's wasted just through yeah. cracked pipes and that, you know, that actually turning the tap off also, between Also, I mean, a... if I remember, and, you know, say if I'm wrong, I'm sure you will, but surely on Earth there is a finite amount of water like that. That's just how much water we've got. Yeah. And then it, it evaporates and then it comes down as rain somewhere yes. else. So we've had the same amount of water... In various forms. I suppose the issue is with with wasting water is it has to go through some sort of cleaning process, yeah. so then you've got to, you know, filtering and... The only people know. wasting water, astronauts, taking our water up into space and then chucking not it bringing away. it down. Just chucking it about. And That's the only time water gets wasted. <laughs> it's there. floating around anyway. It's not even... <laughs> Uh, a lot of people defending Britain. Uh, Chris and Kirsten <laughs> says, British people are much kinder than most. Much kinder than most. I, I think so. Lost- I, I would, I mean, I know, you know, national mm. stereotypes and all that sort of thing, but I do find generally, I mean, I people complain about the British being all very polite, and that, but I, I'd, I'd rather someone was, was polite than, you know, I mean, you go Absolutely. to some, some places, very brash, very rude, very to the point in a kind of, you know. Well, they said they were at Snowdon in Wales yesterday and they lost their keys after going back up the mountain for the second time that day and asking passers-by on the way if they'd seen them. We returned to our car to find a note on the window saying that they had hidden the keys under the wheel arch. I presume because they'd found them, not because yeah, yeah. they were like, they'll never find them here. I wonder if the note was uh, like displayed really, <laughs> really big. Keys under wheel arch. Yes, exactly. Mrs T says, uh, we're, we're great at making a nice cuppa. That's a good remedy for most things. Yep. What, a, what, a, what a lovely sentiment. I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. Um, and James Darlington says, the thing that annoys me the most, Jace, is trying to, every week to get on the Jason Manford show to win an egg cup, but always failing. Well, James, up next, you can win a Jason Manford Absolute Radio egg cup. I thought you were just going to give him one straight away then. No. But, he's just getting, but you no. were inviting him. No, no, no. Can't the, give them to, out. You're offering the chance. Of to course. Uh, so a few Fair weeks enough. back, we did a topic, idiot amnesty. It was one of my favourite topics we've ever done. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back and we're going to do this as a feature. Okay, so this is just a time where you just realised you were just a total idiot. I think one of my favourite sort of things on the day were um, people sat around uh, waiting to get out of a car park, but they realised they were part, they were behind parked cars. Yep, I've done that. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody walked into uh, some bollards because they were looking at the moon. That was Fair my, enough. That was one of my favourite things. Stupid, but entertaining. Uh, I remember a fella saying that he went shopping, um, got home, thought he'd forgotten something, checked the bags, milk, bread, eggs, etc., all there. Then he remembered, I'd forgotten my car. I left it parked outside and walked home. I can empathise with that. These are the sort of things I'm after this morning. It is Idiot Amnesty on Absolute Radio. And there is an egg cup up for grabs. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're giving away egg cups, guys. An egg cup. An egg cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An egg cup. But I feel- An egg cup per... I don't know. I don't know how it works. You, you, you should explain. Start, yes, I think that's best, George. I mean, you're a great guest, but let's not. Don't, don't, don't be I think it's. I heard egg, and I, I, I got carried I know, away. I apologise. Sorry, listeners. Okay, 
So we've got a lot of egg cups. I okay. mean, there's a factory full of them, some, a warehouse, just shelves full of these absolute radio egg cups. But rules dictate you can only give one away a show. I tried to give away more in the past, and I'd get a little bit of a rap on the back of the ant. So okay. I know they're, they're very strict. But it makes them more valuable. The mm-hmm. fewer you give out, yes, there is that. The more sought in fact, after they're going to be. Last week, uh, I wherever I was, I can't remember where the gig was now, Crawley or something like that, uh, was the first time I got to the gig. And in my dressing room was one of my own egg cups with a little note saying, could you sign this one? So there's only one signed <laughs> Jason Manford egg cup out there at the moment. Wow. I know. So I'm trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it special. Yeah, keep them, keep them you know. <laughs> um, we're talking this morning, <laughs> uh, it's Idiot Amnesty. Uh, that's what we're doing. It's, all- it's time for Idiot Amnesty. <laughs> That's it, yeah. We've got production for it and everything. That's that. We've gone for it. We've gone for it in a big way. Uh, Connor Lodge says, my ex-girlfriend once said, oh, no, we forgot to get batteries for our Glade plug-in. That's the sort of thing we're after this morning. Classic. Anything like that. And that we Classic could, fool. Absolutely. <laughs> what an idiot. We've got, we've got that. We can use that as much as we want. Uh, Sean, mid-conversation with, uh, with my wife discussing the heat being different abroad, she said... That's only because each country has its own sun. Wow. She's 39 years she, old. Do you think every country has its own sun? Wow. That's that's a that's a that's a pretty staggering uh I think she just uh, I think she means the the sun just feels different in each country. I can't I believe I hope she thinks that. I can't believe. Paul says in a hotel once in Newcastle I was using the toilet and as it was being cleaned I had to go and use the disabled loo. So I'm in there and I've finished and I've pulled the red emergency cord thinking it was the flush six or seven times. I right with that one I could I could see how you might mistake that for the light. Yes, but not the but not the flush. When, have, when has no anyone give. ever had a, a flush on a string? String flush this is in some sort of Bizarre what sort of ramshackle. What an idiot. You know, Quite right. Yeah. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I knew as soon as I mentioned cyclists. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. You've got a torrent of uh, so comment. Dull. It's so dull. <sighs> so Go earlier on. What have, on. what have you got? What have you got? What did I got wrong? Well, earlier on, I said, which is what I thought to be the truth. That uh, that you shouldn't ride two abreast. I thought that seemed dangerous to me. Yeah. And what cyclists are saying, you know how easygoing cyclists are. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're really jolly in their, their <laughs> text and really understanding that somebody could make a genuine mistake. Hope they're not texting while they're uh, <laughs> cycling. Cycling. Yes. <laughs> uh, they said actually it's perfectly legal to drive uh, to to ride two abreast, and actually it's safer because you know as a, as a motorist you can see them occupying and, the space of a car, and you occupy the space of a car. Yeah, that's essentially what they're saying. So thank you for all your many texts this morning. Please, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hey, we're all we're laughing and learning. Well, we're learning. Eight twelve fifteen is the text uh, on other subjects. We are doing an idiot amnesty this morning. Uh, so if you, it's uh, time oh, for <laughs> idiot amnesty. That's right, it certainly is. Look, that's how serious we're taking it. We've got it is serious. Actual production, uh, and we're talking uh, just the time that you or someone you know was an absolute idiot, and 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 you know they are, and we're giving away the absolute idiot. <laughs> Egg cup, okay. As if that couldn't <laughs> make you feel more of an, an idiot. egg cup, which is 
by its scarcity, yes, valuable. Very valuable. Very valuable. Zoe Garrity says, It was a bit wet outside, so I decided that instead of walking into the garden to give the birds the leftover tea cake from my plate, I'd frisbee it from the back door. Like you would, so you don't have to go out. I get that. As I flicked the plate in a clockwise motion, the frisbee reflex kicked in and I actually flung the whole plate across the garden. There was tea cake mixed with blue denby everywhere. That sounds like an expensive plate as well. It does. That's I guess you could use the broken crockery in the bottom of the plant pot that, that's, for drainage. That's very nice. There you that's go. A very optimistic way. What? An idiot. Of looking at things, but I'm not sure. Uh, ready to go on holiday, Val says, and I needed to weigh my case. I struggled up the stairs to the bathroom with this huge case and weighed it. On my way down, my dad pointed out it might have been easier to bring the scales downstairs. That is that I I tell you I can totally empathise with the whole weighing because I have a lot of props for of my do, for my yeah. show for the cooking show I have loads and for my normal stand up I've always had props mm. and when I go abroad that's such an issue weighing it and the only way I can is is weighing myself and then weighing myself yeah, with the case sense, and, yeah. and, and and all that so I can yeah but you would have brought the scales, but, but I would have brought the scales down <laughs> Becky <laughs> what an idiot. Becky says, uh, hi, Jason, idiot amnesty. My dad once fused the entire house trying to make cheese on toast. He had put he had put the cheese and the toast together into the toaster. That sounds like the sort of thing I do in my show. Yeah, in your show. <laughs> that makes sense. In a comedy show, not in your kitchen. That is... Uh, what? An idiot. That warrants one of those. I'm definitely having that. And uh, idiot amnesty. My mother-in-law always. I love a oh, sentence that starts off like that. My mother-in-law. Some somebody says no name on this one. Broke a glass from a set of six. She was caught throwing another one away. Her rationale? Well, we'll have a set of four then. This sort of works, doesn't it? That 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 feels like I like. And, it. and, and, and I am I am. A bit of a bit of a you know, like I like things in pairs. I yeah. like yeah, no, I can see OCD, that. Yeah. Eight twelve fifteen on the text. There's an egg cup up for grabs. And egg cup, listeners. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is matters. George Egg, very funny comedian, uh, on tour at the moment with his show. Uh, tell us about it very quickly. Uh, it's called DIY Chef. Beautiful. It is a comedy guide on how to cook with power tools. Loving it. So I cook a breakfast, lunch and dinner on stage yep. using hot air guns, paper shredders, uh, uh, blow torches, paper that. strippers, that sort of thing. And then the audience get to eat the food at the end. Fantastic. What's not to like? <laughs> Tell us what dates uh, you want to plug. Uh, well, coming up, I've got uh, the Corn Exchange Dorchester on the 3rd of May, uh, Mahuntleth Comedy Festival in Wales on the 6th of May, although that one's sold out, actually. So don't bother coming to that. Welcome to that Come one. to a different one. Yep. Uh, the Brighton, core, you're playing Solly in Hull, uh, on the 18th of May. Yeah, Brighton Fringe on the 24th and 26th. Two dates there. My hometown, come everyone's on. got to come along to that one. At the on. Warren, which is a beautiful venue. It's a tent in the middle of town and it's just, mm. it's lovely. And yeah. you can find details at georgeegg.com. Georgeegg.com or anarchistcook.info. I love it. Love it. Right, before we go, George, we've got to give away the egg cup this morning. Okay. Uh, to, uh, for one of our... Uh, Not to it's me. It's time no, for no, Idiot Amnesty. No, because, you know, every... Every one of your cups is an egg cup. Exactly. I mean? So that would be crazy. This is an egg cup here, this one. Every single one. So this is what I'm after. We're after you to choose. Oh, I'm, I get to choose. All right, choose, okay. okay. Uh, so at the moment, I do like the uh, the mother who threw away an extra cup, so she had a set of four. I'm uh, of that. Glass, yes. Uh, no, that, 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 that I 
Yeah. I quite like that one. Heidi says, uh, she asked her uh, a driver friend once, why have you only got one tanned arm? Surely when you drive the opposite direction, the other arm would get the sun. Like that That's one. That's pretty good, isn't it? I do <laughs> like that one. Uh, oh, this is uh, my friend and I were on safari in Kenya, spotting some elephants. To the delight of all of us in the safari truck, she said out loud, I wonder if they're Indian or African elephants. Wow. Nice, that's, yeah. Unless they're lost, yeah, I'm guessing they would be. Um, Graham in Ormskirt. Yeah, with maps. <laughs> we came back from a Caribbean cruise a couple of years ago. On our return, we met with family to debrief, show the photos, etc. as you do. My wife is going through all the islands we visited. Yeah, we went to St. Martin, St. Kitts, St. Lucia, St. Helens, at which point I paused and said, I think St. Helens is about 10, mi- 10 miles up the road. <laughs> and we've got a call as well. Who's on the phone? Adam. We've got Adam on the phone. Morning, Adam. Morning. Morning. Where are you calling from, pal? Huddersfield. Oh, lovely Huddersfield. Tell me, why do you deserve the Egg Cup in our idiot amnesty? Right, we was on holiday a few years ago, myself, my wife, Tina, and the kids walking around Loch Ness, and we're on about Loch Ness Monster, and she just said, oh, wonder how they drained the Loch Ness to get clean it out. I said, oh, there's a giant plug in the middle. And she's because there's a boy floating in the middle. She said, oh, why didn't they just pull that out? And then they'd be able to find the monster at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a person with, uh, she's not had a bang on her head. She's like a, you know, she, she's well, got a she's job. Well, she's normally normal, but, you know. <laughs> she said, don't name her, but I thought I had to tell her her name, Tina. So. You did give the full name out there. Fair yeah, play Tina Cartwright. Tina Cartwright of Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's her address? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> right, I think definitely, Adam, there is an egg cup firing its way over to Huddersfield. Oh, that's brilliant. She'll probably be able to drink a cup of tea out of that. <laughs> All the best. Have a good Sunday. Thank you. Lovely. And I think we, I'm going to have to give another couple away here. I feel like there's just some, too many good ones. I'm definitely going for uh, the mother-in-law with the uh, broken glass. I, I like... The thing with that one, I mean, I that does make sense to me. I can see yes. how I'd, I'd, I would feel uncomfortable. And in fact, I have got some sets of six glasses that have become sets of five, yeah. and it doesn't feel right. Even number. If, it were, even if number. it were four, then, yeah, they'd make a nice little square. Lovely. So, yeah. George, thanks for coming in today. My pleasure. Thanks for having Best me. Best luck with the rest of your tour. Hope it goes very well. GeorgeEgg.com, you can go and uh, find out uh, what he's up to. And there's loads of very... There's some brilliant stuff on uh, Instagram and uh, and YouTube as well that you yes, can see of, check that out. of crazy stuff done. Uh, not in a kitchen, but with kitchen-based things. Elsewhere. I will be on tour as well this week. Uh, sold out a weekend, but there are tickets available for Newcastle and Edinburgh. So if you fancy that in the week, come along. Have a lovely Sunday and enjoy your week. See you next week. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.